the following podcast has been pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Episode 116 of Mexi Mind Matters. I am your host, the Mexican, and we are going to discuss my recent trip to run Lifelong Marathon 66, <laughs> the Akron Marathon, the third marathon in the state of Ohio. That I have repeated. The others were Air Force and Columbus, of course. My two favorite. And it was because of work. I actually signed up because initially, as you, if you remember, it was supposed to be my two-in-one day. Because I was going to do Loveland, Ohio, starting at 7 p.m. on the 23rd for my birthday present. But that got canceled, got pushed back to 2018. So I had to do my birthday present on, you know, the weekend of Labor Day. But since I was already committed to coming to Akron to run the Akron Marathon, I mean, I can't really tell work, hey, sorry, uh, you wasted money. So I ended up working about five hours in Columbus, so like, well, four and a half, so like 7.30 to 12, and then... Uh, took my two-hour lunch to drive up there and then worked about two to five-ish uh, at um, at the Akron office in order to get my packet from Nicole, who is uh, w- uh, one of the secretaries in uh, at a firm. Now, they had me doing the full and another co-worker was going to do the half and they're going to have a five-team relay but then one person dropped out, so then they ended up using, just like in Canton, Ohio, when we did the Hall of Fame one, and we had two relay teams, they ended up using my my opening 5.8 miles as the first leg of the relay, and then other four people ran. So, I was going to get two medals again. Um, and then the person who ran the last leg was going to collect the medals, and I'm guessing they're overnighting mine to the Columbus office, whatever have you. But that meant that I had to carry two bibs and then uh, one of these slap wrist thingies to pass on to uh, the person doing the second leg, Kevin. 
Well, I mean, there was some concerns with the humidity and the heat. So, um, we were supposed to wear our Team KNR shirts, but because nobody was going to, I mean, you know, there was no, uh, you know, water station for our firm this time round. So, I decided, I mean, nobody's going to see me anyways. So, I'm just going to go ahead and not wear my Team KNR shirt because it's black and... I mean, I don't care if it's sleeveless. It's, if it gets up to 85 degrees, I'm going to be roasting. So I decided to wear my normal, you know, destroy excuses, 1,000 miles in a year shirt. And I made sure to cut my hair because I know there's... A, see, the Akron office is so useful because it has a Brugger's Bagels and a Sports Clips, literally not even about a mile down the road. So after work, I went and inquired if they had the clippers that my sports clips uses. They did, so I cut my hair because it was getting kind of long, and if it's going to be hot, I would like a nice shaved head as I run my marathon. Then went to the expo, and I noticed that, you know, Nicole that picked up our packets, I had two bibs, I had the slap wrist, but I had the same shirt in both bags, and it was a lime green shirt that said Relay. I'm like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure there's some marathon swag. Because the Akron Marathon, I will give this to the Akron Marathon. It is no, it, it is the best marathon in Ohio as far as swag is concerned. The last time I did it, three years ago, um, that was when me and Snesha Kamakova, whatever her name was, from Canada, my pen pal, uh, had a little... Uh, bang bang in the bedroom after the marathon because well she came down to support me and then uh donated $700 to my New York City marathon and then I just tossed it a curve yes I know boo hoo anyways um ironically also about the same time three years ago when I did it that was when I first started talking to Ashley on tinder ironically so I've known her for three years Fun fact. But anyway, sidebar. Anyways. Like I said, three years last time I did it, uh, I only did it because I saw them at the expo of the Flying Pig that year. And they were going to have an Asics jacket if you ran it as your swag. And I'm like, oh shit, I I wanted that jacket. So I signed up for it. Uh, And that was how I ended up becoming a maniac by doing three marathons in 60 days plus a half Ironman. So... um, this year, I knew they had some some better swag. I'm like, well, this is kind of confusing. I'm pretty sure there was something else I was supposed to get. So I went to the expo from like 7 to 9. And I told them what happened. I was like, hey, I was supposed to get my swag, but our work got the bibs for us. And they accidentally gave them the wrong shirt. Oh, yeah, here it is. Here you go. So they gave me a little note, and I got my, my Ace, this year, Asics winner running uh, shirt. It's got a little zipper and it's kind of cool. I'm like, ooh, this is actually not too bad. Not too shabby. Kudos, Akron. Kudos. They also tweaked the course this year. So, um, I kind of think we went backwards from what it was four years ago at the beginning for like the first 12 miles. And then instead of going down the bridge up the trail, we ended up going up Market Street through some neighborhoods and then ended up finishing 
like the last six, seven miles were about the same. And then you came back down Market Street and then finished at the stadium for the Akron Rubber Ducks. By guessing that's a triple A team. I don't fucking know. But anyways. So uh finished in a little over five, so five oh one. Um but I did have to stop twice to pee because of the hotness of the day. I had to make sure I was well hydrated. And I I was. Um, I ended up saving money on the hotel. I stayed with a co-worker, uh, Liza, um, up by Ravana, Ravina, whatever the place is called. It's a little bit north of Akron. I mean, it's kind of small, but whatever. Um, Yeah, we talked about work, uh, and I went to bed, and it was kind of fun. Obviously, when I got to Akron to work my last three hours, I swear, it's like everybody... I, I literally got nothing done. All I did was call my call list, uh, which, I mean, it's never long. It's never long. I only have, like, I only had like, six calls to make. But basically, um, everybody kept stopping by because I, I sat in between uh, my manager and one of the attorneys, and um, everybody basically just came up and said, hi. Oh, you're here. Hi. And just started chit-chatting with me. Like, why are you here? I'm like, I'm running Akron tomorrow? Do people not know? Should I email people? I mean, and this is what I mean. People in the Akron office love me. Okay? Why? Because I always come up for charity events and races. So, I'm sorry that to the Columbus office, that seems like I get special privileges. I don't. I just don't take no for an answer. And I get what I want. And, I mean, not always. But, you know. Doesn't hurt to ask. I tried getting them to switch the Christmas party because of uh, conflict with my Hawaii trip, and they said no. So because they already paid the deposit, I'm like, all right, well, whatever. I can't make it. Sorry. Um, the race itself was decent. Um, I my first half of the race was kind of fast. Um, I made sure to slow down. I actually switched my shoes because I, I, I bought, if, I don't know if you remember, I bought three pairs of shoes for 140 bucks steel. Two of them were Fila's though, and only one was Asics. And I've used the one pair of Fila's one time for one of the marathons, and the other pair I've used it twice for two marathons. They are already worn out as much as my ASIC shoes, my old ASIC shoes. And you're supposed to rotate your shoes every 300 miles. Um, yeah. Basically, Fila's suck. So now I have one pair of ASICs and two pair of Fila's. So I was like, I'm not going to use those shoes because I haven't broken in the ASICs yet. I haven't even worn them because um, I thought the Fila's would last longer. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to use one of my older pairs. They, they, still, they can still go. And I put my, my special insoles in them. Did not use the heel pads this time. And I'm pretty sure the insoles and that combined with me losing a little bit of weight with this you know new lifestyle. The heel did not bother me. But my knee was giving me a little bit of issues. Because, I mean, even though I took a two-week break, I've ran... This was my fifth marathon in a month. And I've only done that once before. Actually, no, wait. Well, the time I did it before was actually four back-to-back. So, eight. Um... But that was over two years ago. So I got to get in that kind of shape because in October coming up, I got one every weekend. Well, one every something every weekend. So I got Maine. Then I got uh, Chicago, Des Moines, Nationals, and then two more just like last year after Nationals. So I got to get ready. 
Plus, we're going to play in Division 4, so we might win that. That'd be awesome. The other thing that happened that I was kind of shocked, um, pleasantly shocked, I would say, and we'll discuss this in more details on a later podcast, but one of the paralegal bees in Akron, uh, while I was there working, uh, I guess she's, uh, the attorney was sitting across from me, I guess she's his paralegal bee or something like that, because, um, she came over and started talking to me and said, hey, we're Facebook friends. I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, her name, ironically, is also Nicole. Um, and started chit-chatting. She's like, oh, you run? That's awesome. You know, I work out, blah, blah, blah. The woman's kind of attractive. I'm not going to lie. Um, she's got a hot sister, too, apparently. But anyways, that's all here, no there. Um, so she started talking to me. And said, hey, you know, we're going to go out after work to wine tasting. Do you want to come? And I'm like, okay, I can. I mean, it's technically my cheat day. I can have one glass of wine. But then the other females that were going put the kibosh on that because supposedly it was going to be only the girls. And I'm like, whatever. Um, So, but then she was emailing me and she goes... Yeah, well, we can do, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, what about lunch tomorrow after the marathon? She goes, oh, yeah, that could be fun. And just message me. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't have your number. And it's funny because I have never asked a girl for her number. I do shit like that. And then the next thing I know, I get the number. But, yeah, girls just, I don't know what it is with my firm. Like, the girls just flock towards me. I can't help it. So, yeah. But, of course, I had to leave after the marathon because I I have to shower and I have better shit to do and I have to drive back to Columbus. So I did message her and called her and she didn't answer. Uh, She's one of those people that take forever to respond. Hmm. I think I've seen that movie before. Interesting. So, I'm like, you know what? You snooze, you lose. But she was asking me all these questions about uh, where I lived, where I grew up. Oh, you speak of a British accent. I'm like, what? No, I'm pretty sure I got rid of that. No, yeah, you speak of British accent. I'm like, um, either you're high or you don't know what a British accent sounds like because everybody else tells me I've lost it. I know for a fact I don't use the words I used to, like my British words. And, um, yeah, no, I don't sound British anymore. So, no. But I don't know if that is what caught her attention that I spoke with an accent and I'm Mexican and I run. I don't fucking know. She apparently went through my shit on Facebook. Anywho. Alright. Well, and then I drove back. Whatever. You know. It is what it is. But that was the Akron Marathon trip. Now, I, as promised, we will dedicate the rest of this podcast to, as I said, a Q&A that I've been conducting mostly on Twitter because that is the only place where people actually answer. And ironically, I, I, I just realized that SoundCloud gives me stats on who uses what to watch or listen to the podcast. And uh, mind you, since we've hit iTunes, that is number one. And then the SoundCloud mobile app is number two. But close in at number three is Twitter. 
because ironically, every time I upload, not only does it go to iTunes and Facebook, but it also goes to Twitter. Facebook is, you know, far, far behind on number four, but anyways. Case of, well, and then Google's in there for some reason. Uh, whatever. So, let's start this Q&A. And let me pull this up here on my Twitter feed. Um, let's see here. Now, mind you, I also asked people to message me some questions, and nobody really has done that. And a bunch of randos on Twitter keep asking some bullshit about running and the shit I say about um, my sex life. Oh, also, um, if anybody knows a Jordan Atchison, I don't know who that is, but he magically has become the number one listener of my podcast that is registered through SoundCloud. Um, he has surpassed some other schmo from Turkey, um, in the listens and Katrina, if you're listening, you are still third. I am kind of saddened because you haven't listened in a while and, or stork or a combo. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you both listen to it at the same time, but anyways, what the fuck Sonic get to shake get your shit together. Anyways. That being said, let's start with this Q&A. So, opening question by Sweet Alice 722 The names people come up with on their Twitter, it's just so stupid. Anyways, mind you, I have 800 followers, so, yeah, just saying. Um, no, the followers have not gone up since I've been doing the podcast, if anybody's wondering. But, anywho. Alright, Little Miss Alice asks... Referring to the lemon law, oh, can you lemon law someone if you find out something that would make them get lemon lawed after the first date? Okay. Um, see those. Okay, those kind of questions drive me nuts because Alice, sweet Alice. Um. You need to listen to the podcast in its entirety and listen closely to what I am preaching. The lemon law is only used in the first five minutes. If it's past the first five minutes, you cannot lemon law someone. Now, you can ghost them, which girls like to do, or you can just flat out say, no, this is not working. I'm sorry. We're done. But it's not technically the lemon law. You don't have to throw anything at them. On top of that, only once can you... And I've done this before. I had to convey with Cato um, and get an executive order because I found out that this girl I was seeing after the first date, so it was the beginning of the second date, which were within the same week, about two days apart, that she was Puerto Rican. I don't know how I missed it on the first date, but that is grounds for immediate lemon law. So... I make an executive order that in that scenario, in that scenario only, it was a one-time exception. So you could do that also. But beyond that, um, if you find something out like six months down the road, like, oh, he has like a fifth, like a, I don't know, like a third boob or something. No, 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 no. Or he's into SMN or butt sex. I don't fucking know. He makes you wear a strap on and, and rape him anally. I don't, I don't, I don't know what, what your, what your scenario is. But no. Anyway, next question. 
this one is from Carrie at Carrie somewhere. Um, that is a dumb name. But he apparently is a fellow Liverpool supporter. And his question is Do you think Liverpool relies too much on Manet to win games? Okay. Um, yes, I do. I don't know why. And I'm guessing it's a formation thing because we have Coutinho and Firmino. And we usually have been playing with a lone striker. Even though we have Sturridge on the team. So, I don't know. Like, when we had Suarez and Sturridge, I don't understand why we... we one, we got rid of Suarez. Well, I mean, I do understand. He bit somebody's ear off and basically was going to be banned for seven months. And then we sold him to Barcelona, which is great. But did nothing with the money. We could have gotten a better replacement. Um, but yeah, I do think that that's the case. Um, and just based on the recent results, we, we've we tied against Watford 3-3. That was ridiculous. Uh, but we beat Arsenal. But then when he was red-carded, we lost to Man City. Then are out of the Carling, well, the Carling Cup. I'm sorry, I'm, I refuse to call it whatever the new sponsor is. And then, um, yeah, we've been struggling because we somehow, like, if you notice, most of our goals come from the midfield. Like, you can say Firmino and continue are technically strikers. No, they're midfielders, okay? They're attacking midfielders and they play the wing and basically score most of our goals along with Lalana, Henderson, Mane of course those shit in there and Mohamed Salah has been scoring a lot so none of those are forwards except Mane so yeah anyway I hope that answers your question moving on Joel Kleinberg at Joel in Horito, I Jesus Christ, these people with their names. Okay, um, so have you ever, or what is your opinion on ghosting a race? And have you ever done it? Um, I want to say somebody already asked me that a while ago. Um, I can't remember. But Joel, to answer your question. Um, yes, I have ghosted a race. Um, usually it's a smaller race, so not a marathon or a half marathon. It's usually less, like a 5K, a 10K. I've ghosted a few. Mainly because the prices are ridiculous for these events. And I am not paying 60 bucks for a 10K when I can pay 60 bucks for a fucking marathon. Um, I've paid 20 bucks for a marathon, 35 bucks, $5 for a marathon. Hell, 50. Of course, I've paid 180, 200, whatever, 355, but those are the majors. Of course, it'll be more expensive. But, yeah, I've ghosted a race before and gotten a medal. And, yeah. It's one of the things, and that's, and, and let me add on to that. If my club ever found out the shit I've done with races, not marathons, but like, you know, smaller races, they might strip me of, of being the Columbus ambassador because 
I've ghosted before, and that's apparently frowned upon, but I, I don't care. Um, I've never cut a course, but I have, I usually always start at the front of the corrals. Like, I, every time, most races ask you for what time you expect to finish, and I always put my PR, whatever it is, at the time. And that allows me to start at the front of the pack because I hate starting all the way at the back because it's 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 the worst feeling in the world having to like dodge people to get in front as opposed to if you're all the way at the front with a bunch of fast people um, all you have to do is just go to one side and they all pass you problem solved that I actually did that in Akron I'm pretty sure I told uh, work that to put down 324 which is my current PR. And I started in Corral A all the way at the front. So, yeah. And then I went to the side and the fast people were passing me. So, problem solved. And apparently, you know, Marathon Maniacs, they frown upon that. Like, I don't understand how they frown upon that. But people who sign up for the marathon but then can't finish or know they're not going to meet the cutoff. And drop down in a half and get that medal. Oh, that's okay. I also feel that, and actually this happened in Akron uh, recently when I did that race. Um, I was doing the first leg of, of the relay, and then there was a second, third, fourth, fifth. The last person was supposed to do the last leg, it was about four miles, and get the medals and give them to everybody. Well, since I had both bibs on and I don't have time to throw my relay bib away, when I got my marathon medal... They gave me, like, some random dude came up to me and was like, oh, you're the last leg of the relay? Here you go. Give me five extra team team relay medals. And I didn't say anything. I'm like, I was too out of it. And I'm like, oh, well, thanks. And what a moron. So that also, I don't care. If people are that stupid and give you extra shit, I'm not going to say no. And that is also frowned upon in the running community. But I don't give two shits because... Cast the first stone. If you've never, like, okay, say say you go to a restaurant and they accidentally don't charge you for something, do you tell them? If you get a free meal out of something, or like one time I went to the grocery store and I was, well, and actually I think it was a gas station back when I was drinking Red Bull and I bought like two Red Bulls and they charged me $2.54. I'm like, there's no way a Red Bull is like a dollar or something. Like, obviously, he did an error. Did I say anything? No. The fucker's an idiot. If he doesn't know how to do his job, guess what? I got free Red Bull. So if you own up to that and say, oh, I'm sorry, you made a mistake. Let me pay six bucks for these two Red Bulls. Then by all means, you can critique me for not saying anything that the fucker gave me five extra medals. Now, I don't know if Bridget grabbed the medals. Um, If she did, then I have an extra five. I don't want extra four. What am I going to do with extra four medals? I'm just going to hand them off. And if they barely had enough medals per teams, then the team probably didn't get the medals. Um, oops. That's not my problem. It's like the guy that ran the Boston Marathon and then somehow was given an extra medal and he gave it to his wife and then put it on social media and everybody threw a fit. I had no problem with that. I probably would have done the same. But oh, oh no. Yet, Marathon Maniacs have no issue with people walking the majority of the race, even though it's a race, a running event, and also have no problem with people cutting the course, but they expect you to report it. 
first off, if people cut the course, I'm not going to be, I'm not freaking Derek Murphy that's going to analyze everything. Most people that cut are for Boston qualified times. If I see somebody cut and he's still finishing in six hours, fuck if I care. It's ridiculous. Anywho, sorry, side rant. Moving on to the next question. KD. Um, I'm guessing this person likes Kevin Durant. At Kimberly's 22. If your name is Kimberly's, that is dumb. Just, just drink some bleach or please change your name. Anyhow, anyhow. Uh, I listened to episode one of the episodes and. Um, you sound like a pig when you talk about women. What? I'm sorry. Is that a question? Um, or a statement? Because I said questions and I'm going to respond. Give me a second here, ladies and gentlemen. We have unsanctioned questions on the podcast. Let me do some typing here. Uh, fuck off. But... Um, it's not the first time somebody's called me a pig. Uh, one of the attorneys at work, when uh, we were off work at the bar and found out about my lemon law, was like, oh, that's such a pig thing to do. Excuse me, I told her. So you've never ghosted someone? Oh, no, I have. I'm like, okay, well, how's that any different? Well, I mean, it's nicer. No. I much rather would know why a girl does not want to date me or see me then not know. I've been ghosted before. And it sucks. And it's stupid. And it leaves you wondering. I at least... If I lemon law you, I tell you why this is not going to work. You're Puerto Rican. You have kids. Um, you have a loose vagina. Mind, mind you, I probably won't know that going in. But, you know, whatever the case may be. You're too ugly. You're too fat. You're black. You're you're 100% Arab, Indian, or Asian, which I don't like. But again, the lemon law is specific to me. My reasonings for using it are not the same as other people, okay? Maybe somebody's into black people. So therefore, they would not lemon law someone because they're black. So, sue me. This question, Jose Espitia Sanchez at Jose Espitia San One. Hey, Supermax, I am running the Berlin Marathon tomorrow. I'm trying to do the World Major Challenge. Uh, have you done that? And which one is your favorite? What advice do you have for Berlin uh, this weekend? Okay, for those who don't know, at the time of this recording, the Berlin, Berlin Marathon is the next day. So, um, it's one of the majors. Now, that is actually a very interesting question. And, and thank you, Jose, for asking that. Um, I have done the majors. Uh, if you've been listening to some of the podcasts, I've mentioned that I need to redo Chicago to officially get my, uh, my Major 6 medal. Um, and be listed among the people who have accomplished all six of them. So I'm doing that October 8th. Um, if you're going to be there, I would love to, you know, exchange some stories. 
My favorite of the majors, um, well, obviously, I mean, it's a little biased, but hey, Boston, Super Bowl of marathons. Uh, but Berlin is a good course. I actually enjoyed my time in Berlin when I did it last year. I would say don't go out too fast because the opening three, five, I think six miles are all flat. So, and you get pumped. If this is your first major, you know, you get pumped and you go out too fast and then burn out. Don't do that. It is pretty flat. So I think there's like two or three bridges and that's the only up and downhill. The rest is a cakewalk. Um, I, from what I understand, and this goes out to everybody who's trying to do Berlin uh, tomorrow, good luck on that. I understand that the elite, uh, there's three people uh, who are trying to aim for the world record. Um, if it's televised, I might actually watch it. Um, like I said, it's sponsored by BMW. It's a good course. Uh, the expo, if you've not, if you've been there today, the expo is amazing. I will tell you though, you might know this already if you've gone picked up your packet. They don't give out a finisher shirt for free. You have to buy it. That was the only hiccup. So aside from that, definitely one of my favorite of the majors. But it's kind of hard to, to after Boston, it's kind of hard because I mean, I'm biased with New York because my favorite city and it's like the championship game. Uh, London was an amazing uh, experience. Uh, Berlin, I would say, is fifth because Chicago holds a special place to, for me because it was my first ever. And I'll be, it will be the first, when I go do it for my major six medal, it is going to be the first marathon outside of Ohio that I'm actually repeating. Fun fact for people. So, good luck. Next question. 365 Marathon Man. Ooh, I like the handle. I don't know why you would have a different name. I don't understand why people have different names um, than their at moniker, but this dude's got the same one. So, um, I am running out. I'm running out of marathon goals. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you think should be my next marathon goal? I've already done the six majors. Okay. Well, congratulations. Uh, the continents, I'm titanium and marathon maniacs. Uh, I've done a 50, uh, 50 miler and a bunch of ultras, but I'm just, I don't see where to go from here. Okay. If you have no running goals, um, I suggest retiring because like I said, I myself, look, once I do, the majors are done for me. I'm titanium as well. I haven't done the seven continents, so I'm actually uh, a bit jealous that you have. That means you have 10K to just throw around and go to Antarctica, but whatever. Um, the My goal is to do a 50-miler and a 100-miler um, and a Ragnar. I don't know if you've done that. Um, I've not done a 50, 100, or a Ragnar. I've done an Ironman. That was another one of my goals. Uh, two marathons in one day. I don't know if you want to try that. Uh, the Quadzilla. I uh, don't know if you've tried that or not. Uh, that's another one of my running goals. Uh, probably get a Boston qualifying time. I, you've done Boston, I'm guessing, since you've done the majors. I don't know if you did it for charity or with a qualifying time. But if you haven't, that could be another goal. Um, but yeah, once I do all that, I mean, I don't... I, I juggled with the idea of doing um, 
Now, it doesn't say if you've done 50 states. Well, well, then again, it is Twitter, so there's only so much you can ask. Okay, well, if you've not done 50 states, or if you have, I'm guessing you might, since you're titanium. Um, that's an option. Uh, I know some people who do 50 halves in each state and 50 state and 50 marathons in each state. I don't think halves are worth it. So once I do 50 states and become the first Mexican next July to do so, um, and all the other goals get accomplished, um, I might retire. I juggled with the idea of doing one marathon in each Mexican state, but that's too many trips to Mexico. They're not cheap. And not all Mexican states have marathons, especially with these earthquakes going on. Yeah, they got better shit to do. Um, I also contemplate doing one in each European country. That might take some time. But I do know there's people that have like 250 marathons lifelong, uh, 1,000. There's a dude in the 50 States Club, I don't know if you know, who is basically trying to do one in each country. I think he's at 130 or 160. That is not going to be my goal. I do not want to do one in each country because I there's places like North Korea I do not want to go to. So, yes. That is that hopefully that answers your question. All right, moving on. Uh, Michelle Walker at Marathon Mom of Six. Holy shit. Uh, kudos to you if you're running. Um, how do you find time to juggle your daily routine with marathon running and going for 50 states? I have six children and I find it hard to find the time to budget and plan for these races. I've done the seven continents. I'm aiming to do 50 states in sub uh, under four hours, and I've done four Ironman. Please advise. Thank you in advance. Okay. Well, uh, congratulations on the four Ironman. Oh, back to the other dude, um, marathon man. I hear there's a thing you could do in Hawaii where you could do all the islands and do an Ironman in each day of the week. Back to back to back. All the Hawaii Islands. I saw that on Netflix. So, that could be a goal. Anyways, back to Michelle. Um, it really is all about pl- planning ahead. Um, I don't have a job where I make an insane amount of money yet. So, it is a lot of budgeting. Uh, usually around tax season, that helps. I call it my running stimulus package. Um, but yeah, I try to find the cheapest flight. I drive to most places. I don't know where you're located based on your picture. It seems you might be in the Midwest. Um, everything's drivable from Ohio. So when I go to Maine next week, it's going to be a 12 hour drive because it's cheaper than flying. Chicago is a six hour drive and Des Moines, an 11 hour drive the other way. So I will actually be driving to the next three marathons. Um, I'm obviously going to fly to New Mexico and Arizona. Uh, those are one-way flights and renting a car. So, just plan ahead. Now, obviously, I don't have six kids. Um, I'm, I'm not married, so that helps. And it's kind of hard to... Actually, you know what? My my love life is messy, but I I... 
I don't think about how messy it is as much because of the fact that I run. So if people don't want to do anything or they want to hang out, guess what? I just go for a run. Anyways. So. Well, that is all. We have more questions, but I will keep it short. Again, iTunes, the podcast need to be shorter. We don't want to have ramble on for hours. So I will keep it short. Um, there's about 10 more questions. Uh, most rather related, but anyways. Um, we will cover those maybe at another Q&A whenever we do that. Um Maybe next time I go to when I actually when I go on one of my trips because 11, 12, and six hour drives. I mean, we got a podcast. I'm just saying. So we'll save some for later. But thank you for your questions. As always, Mexi My Matters is on iTunes. It is on SoundCloud. The channel is Mexi My Matters, of course. Um, we're on YouTube channel Supermex. So on Snapchat, hit me up, Supermex. Uh, Facebook, Alex AK the Mexican. On Twitter, at SuperAskleMex. Uh, send comments, questions. We, if you add more questions, we'll have more to talk about. Uh, who knows? We may have a guest uh, on the Chicago trip. That is still pending. But we will see. Anyways, thank you as always for listening. And remember... Where there's a Mexican, there is always a way.